0: Shabani Gupta and welcome to the Ash Shivani podcast. I believe that one of the best presents that you can give yourself is time to be able to sit down and ask yourself some questions. I believe that the quality of the questions that you ask yourself will determine the quality of your life. Well welcome to the Ash Shivani podcast. I'm really excited. I got to meet Uh, Jeremy Jones um, a few months ago through my connections through Entrepreneurs' Organisation, or EO as we call it, um, and I thought that he would be fabulous when he presented to us to have on this particular podcast. Um, Jeremy is a partner with Pitcher Partners, and let me tell you a little bit about him before we dive into some questions with him. He's starting in 2001 in public practice. Jeremy continued to broaden his skill set, and he got a lot of experience in different levels and aspects of accounting, taxation, business advisory, he's now got a very solid knowledge of taxation laws as well as commercial um, footing and he's got a lot of amazing big clients that he works with. He started at Pitcher Partners as a graduate um, and now has built up his profile into being a partner with him. Um, While his accounting career, he also moved interstate out of Queensland, Brisbane, Queensland, um, but he always wanted to be able to return to Pitcher Partners in Brisbane and to continue that partnership. He's now in a leadership role. Um, his areas lie in, the, in, and his expertise lies in family-owned businesses and how they achieve financial goals. And recently, Jeremy was talking to us around, um, around my forum around uh, incentives and how to build that in. And so, Jeremy, I, I know I could probably read your uh, CV for another five minutes, but I just really wanted to welcome to you to the podcast, and thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me. Nice. Yeah. And Pleasure so, to be
0: here. And I read, whenever I read things like this, Jeremy, there's so much history and background in terms of who you are and what you got to, to do that. So tell us a little bit about, you know, what are the adversity or challenges um, in terms of, you know, it's always the highlights and lowlights, as I call it, what are the great things and not so great things that have really transformed you into who you are. Tell us a little bit about that journey that's got you here at as a partner in Picture Partners.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> It's sort of an interesting journey. I I don't necessarily know whether I've had too many adversities throughout my life, um, but there are always challenges as you go through. Uh, It's not just some even line all the way uh, to to where you are. There's ups and downs and it's a bit of a roller coaster. And it's just about dealing with each of those as as they come um, and just tackling each problem without trying to, you know, um, be at the end point uh, straight away. It, it, you know, it's, it's really funny. We've got a lot of graduates coming through our office uh, each year. So we take on 10, 15 graduates. And the one thing that I always say to them uh, along the way is, look, you've got a 40-year career ahead of you. Um, don't try and cram everything into your first two years. You know, you, we hear a lot of them, they want to get there. CA or they want to become a manager, but that only comes with time and experience. You can be the smartest person uh, in the room, but without any of that time or experience under your belt, people, their clients generally um, want to hear that, want to hear that experience from you. So, yeah, it it takes some time to get where you are. Um, And so for me, it's just been about enjoying that journey um, and not rushing everything along the way. Um, I'm now, I guess, probably more than halfway through uh, my career, but I've still got a long way to go. So even though I've made it to the position where I want to be, um, so a partner, um, I've still got a long way uh, to actually go. But for me, it's always just about having a little bit of that perspective as well. So just having having to think about where I am uh, in my career, where other people are, um, and just... um, yeah really sort of realizing that it's I've had a good career um and I've still got a long way to go but
0: yeah I don't know
1: necessarily about challenges I think each each period of time brings with it its own uh challenge so yeah yeah there are certain points in my uh in my uh, my career where I have found it a little bit more challenging you know I look back uh probably a couple of years ago when I had three young children, Uh, so I had three kids under the age of four, um, and trying to get to partner, so move from manager to partner. I look back now uh, and don't know how I actually did it. Um, I I think I was going through a bit of a, I don't know, perhaps a mental breakdown at the time, but um, but. At that point in time, it was just a matter of you just do what you need to uh, to get through. And I've come out the other side of that and look back and think, yeah, that, that was a bit of a challenging time, but something that I wouldn't change because it's it's um, you know, it's made me who I am and realised that um, what I what I'm looking for, both in my career and outside of my career, you know, being family as well.
0: Awesome, that's great. Um, Jeremy, you know, so many people can relate to that when you're trying to get your career off to a particular level and then you're also managing young families. In fact, we were just talking about that before we hit the record button today. Um, And Jeremy, what about when other challenges come your way? Obviously, challenges come your way through work and particularly being at the level that you're at, people challenges, client challenges, but also with your family like or there's other challenges sometimes, you know, people have other challenges around health or aging parents, but some people have like a process or they have a ritual or a methodology. Like when challenges come your way, like do you have this system being a great accountant? Like how do you go about dealing with it? How do you process it? Like and how do you get through Mm -hmm. the solutions? Really interested in that process that you go through.
1: Yeah. So, and I think that's interesting. Um, You know, when I first became a partner, um, I found that it was always just problems coming my way. Um, And in hindsight, so I first became a partner about six years ago now. Um, And in hindsight, that's that's logical because if it was easy, it would have already been answered or done by the time it gets to me. So now um, I'm dealing predominantly with problems, some larger, some smaller, but in some way there's um, there's a problem that's to be gone through. I think for me, It's always about just breaking it down into those manageable chunks. Um, So not looking at the whole uh, problem necessarily if it's a rather big problem, but just breaking it down into bite-sized chunks. And if you can work through those bite-sized chunks, um, then it provides some greater clarity and everything just doesn't seem so overwhelming. So I think that's the first thing, um, and that was something that I was once told by one of my mentors that I was going through. Don't don't try to deal with it all. manage little chunks of it and get your way to the end. And that's really helped me through my career. Um, But outside of that, so that's the sort of methodology in working through um, issues. I I won't necessarily talk about technical issues um, in accounting and tax, but generally um, from uh, just any general problems that I come across, it's breaking those down. But the other thing that I always find as well is... um, just talking through issues um, with other people that have experience in it. Uh, And I'm lucky enough that I've got 19 fellow partners uh, within our organisation. And it's, again, I'm really lucky that I can go and draw upon their experiences. So those with 40 years in their their career um, or within the industry, generally they've seen almost everything, not completely everything, but almost everything. So going and talking to some of those people. Um, If you're genuinely um, reaching out for some help or for some guidance, you will almost always find someone that is is willing to have a talk to you um, within, well, again, within my profession. So um, for me, I don't have a formal mentor, but I've got lots of people that I can draw upon uh, along the way and, and throughout our office here. But not only throughout our office, former employers or or sorry other people that I've worked with um, through my career that I can actually go to them and actually draw upon some of that experience so I think for me it's all about just willing to ask um, that willingness to ask for the help and almost always people will provide that, that help to you. And finally, I think the other thing that I I look at always is just the support of the colleagues around me. So that's not only talking about my fellow partners, but talking about um, other staff members, both um, senior and um, more junior. Um, Because I was once told a problem shared is a problem halved. uh, And it's just something that's always stuck with me. If I've ever got a problem, um, I don't need to necessarily deal with it alone. So I might go to those other staff members or colleagues or whoever they might be and share the problem with them. They may not have the right the right answer. They may not have any answer, but at least you've shared that problem with them. And it's it's quite amazing that just that the way that, that that mental relief it actually gives you um, by actually sharing that and having that uh, having that discussion with them. And and that actually occurs in my social life as well, um, so family life and just. Again, I talked about I've got uh, three young boys at the moment. So right at the moment, they're seven, nine, and eleven. And there's been people having families well and truly uh, before me. So drawing upon the experience of other fathers or parents out there, um, it's 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 amazing what people. Um, we'll bring to the table and be able to help you out with. So, yeah, for me, it, it's really either breaking the problem down into chunks or talking it through with other people, um, and and almost always that provides um, some sort of resolution to any challenges.
0: Yeah, that's great. Now, I understand, Jeremy, that you've been wanting to be an accountant since the age of thirteen, yes. and it's pretty clear to you that this is what you wanted to do. And I loved in yeah. your note to me, which said. Yeah. I know, you might not believe it, but I did. Yeah. So that's the, kind of the past. What about looking into the future? What are the, some of the future aspirations? And they may be around work, they may be around mm-hmm. your family, but they also may be around for you personally. So um, share, share with us with some of your future aspirations. And again, please choose the time frame you like, whether it's a year or 10 years or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, share with yeah. us your aspirations.
1: Yeah, I, I think I might have mentioned it before that, you know, I've, I'm I'm a bit over probably halfway uh, through my career, um, and even though I've made it to that position of a partner, um, we always as partners just see ourselves as progressing. Um, even those partners that are stepping out of practice, um, they will still be learning um, from both outside in the general industry, but we also learn a lot from our younger staff coming through as well. So they teach us things, um, which is really good to see. Um, but for me, it will be about that continued uh, career progression um, through to becoming um, what is a senior leader within the firm and a senior partner, um, which I know that um, I, I have gotten to this point, but I've still got a long way to go to be seen as, as a, what I see as a senior partner, and I've got a lot to give still to my clients uh, along the way. So. You know, I've sort of uh, I've got a bit of a mental idea about where I want to be, um, which is you know at sort of around the age of sixty or sixty five uh, to be to be finishing up uh, in my career and then branching out into to retirement. But I don't have any aspirations of moving into different roles or different professions. So as I say, I've still got a lot to go um, in my in my existing uh, career. So I sort of see that. Yeah, I'll continue to become a senior person within the firm or a senior leader within the firm and someone that people can come to. And, you know, that I can give those experiences or help with the challenges that, that arise. And it's, it's, It's quite funny because I see it now with some of our more junior staff members that are actually coming through. Um, They are trying to deal with challenges. And it is something that I have seen uh, through my career. And I'm able to help guide them through um, what they think are insurmountable problems are actually not that insurmountable at all. So for me, I'm looking to get to that, um, to that, that, that senior leader position. Um, further on from that, look, I I would like to also then give back um, to the community as well in in some fashion um, through some charity uh, or some other organisations. And where that will come, I don't know quite at the moment. Um, my view is probably for the moment it's all about family. So you know, my my time outside of my career, which I'm I'm continuing to progress, is all about family. So any my weekends are filled with sport. Um, which I love, mind you. Uh, but, yeah, it's sport with or kids' sport. Um, so I don't really have the time uh, to devote to those organisations, but I have seen a lot of our fellow or well, my fellow partners getting to the point where they're getting at their end of their career. They have a lot to give back to both the profession, the community, um, and they do that through charitable um, means um, because we can offer a lot after... 35 or 40 years within an industry and doing things. So I think for me, that's where it will be. So that's where my, my, um, my profession will lead me to. I think from my personal side of things, uh, it's really about getting to uh, getting my children through those formative years. Um, that The youngest one's at seven. He's a challenge, uh, a great challenge, mind you, but a challenge nonetheless. Um, getting him through to adulthood uh, and thereafter, um, really trying to, I think, do a bit of travel um, for me. Uh, I'm not well-traveled. Um, I know a lot of people are out there, but for me, um, I, I sort of look to my retirement as my travelling time. So a lot to look forward to. Um, but, yeah, a, a lot of water to go under the bridge before I get there as well.
0: That's great, Jeremy. And um, you might have answered part of this next question, but are there philosophies that you live by? Um, I know it comes through in the way that you speak and the way you conduct yourself and obviously around your boys and their sport, et cetera. Tell us a bit about, you know, philosophies. And sometimes they are quotes, sometimes they're, uh, you know, people that you follow. Sometimes they're just sort your own values and, and your own philosophies in terms of how you want to live. Tell us a bit about that in terms of, you know, how do you uh, move forward and, and what philosophies you use when you have to make decisions, et cetera.
1: Yeah, I think, it, look, for me, and, and and I have touched on it slightly, um, it really for me it's it's family comes first. Um, and I was once told this by a rather successful business person that I knew that he would put family above everything because whatever would happen in his career or whatever would happen with his job, he would know that he could always fall back uh, to his family and that's what drove him throughout his life. And I sort of look back and think, yes, that's, that's exactly what happens um, with me as well. Um, I know I work hard um, when I'm at work, um, but when I am at home, it's about, well, devoting that time that I've got um, to my family. And, you yeah, know, it's one of the reasons why I've chosen um, Pitch Partners um, personally, because it is a very family-oriented firm. Uh, a lot of the partners that I know, I know their families, I know their spouses, their kids. We've sort of grown up together. Um, and I I looked for an organisation um and it's sort of just grown with me uh, throughout the years, but I look for an organisation where it, it it drives that family atmosphere. Now we've got we have Christmas parties where where spouses and children come along. Um, we've got family days throughout the year. Um, it's just to get some of that connection between the work and the, and the home life. So yeah, for me, family um, comes first and foremost. Um, but outside of that, I think really in, in my general business dealings, uh, the value that I like to try and live by is just being kind and genuine um, to the people that you, you work with, your clients, your colleagues, your whoever it is that is you're actually dealing with. Um, just genuinely being kind, you just don't know what they're going through um, and almost everyone that I have met in any job that uh, they are doing, they're just trying to do their best. Um, and I, I don't know too many people that don't want to do their best in what they're actually doing. So I think for me, it's about that respect and that kindness and, and genuineness. Um, and that's really held true throughout my career. Uh, you know, a lot of people hear about um, the ATO um, and think that the ATO are a big, bad police um, within, uh, within Australia. And that's, that's so far from the case when I actually deal with them. You know, generally, um, on the other end, if I provide them with respect, almost always they're going to provide me with respect to, uh, in return. So there's not this real adversarial approach between me and anyone that I'm dealing with at the ATO. And for the most part, they're just genuine people that are trying to get through their day, um, trying to uh you know, provide for their families as well. So, you know, that's a that's an example for me, but it would be similar to every other person um just genuinely working out there, whether it's a retail worker trying to deal with their customers or a professional dealing with their, um, their clients along the way, whatever it is, yeah, it's, it's I think, just trying to be genuine and kind um, because you really don't know what people are going through. Um, so that's probably the, the, the second one uh, that I live by and then just the other ones which are a, a part of what I've always worked towards and what my family, again, um, has driven me towards is just hard work. Um, You know, if you're going to be at work, uh, you might as well put the full effort into it. Um, You're you're spending on time doing things that you want to um, continually enhance or advance your personal self. So, yeah, might as well put your full effort into it uh, and it pays dividends in the end. And and that sort of, for me, led into another thing that someone once um, told me, Uh, have a plan. Because if you've got a plan, then you've got to focus on something to work towards. And that, that is something that I have just always lived by. And, but it wasn't until someone actually said to me, you know, if you focus on something, it will come true. And so for me, uh, it, that may not always be the case, but for me, it was, well, I wanted to become an accountant. Um, I, I, so I worked towards that. I wanted to have the family, so I worked towards that, um, and everything that I've looked forward to in my my life has come true. So yeah, I think that that hard work, having a plan, being prepared, um, and then the final one is is uh, again probably, but which most people I think would generally espouse uh, is just integrity and honesty in things that they're actually doing. So for me you know i i I think I am fairly honest and fairly or have a high, high degree of integrity in what i do um and and for the most part, all of our clients have that same sort of respect um uh, my clients have that same sort of respect so you know, not doing anything legal or wanting to do anything that's um that's that's deliberately going against um the ethical standards um that I try to uphold in way so yeah there's a few things there. Uh, that I live by, but all comes back down to probably family uh, first from there.
0: Amazing, I love that. i There's a few things in there we could always have a longer conversation on, you know, working hard and uh, making sure that we do that. And you know, I think there are some people that just get that and have that built in, often from your family values, and and others that that don't do so. And I'm always worried about the productivity index falling in Australia and, mm-hmm. um, you know, how we get more people to, to be able to do that. But that's for another conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, at a partner level, three young boys, uh, lots of stuff to solve, lots of, you know, clients to serve. Um, what about for you? What do you do for your own mental wellness, um, Jeremy? Mm-hmm. So do you have rituals or practices? Do you do them daily? Do you do them once a month? Tell us a bit about what you do to manage your own mental well-being.
1: Yeah, and, and again, it probably comes back to some of the people that I have um, had through my career that have helped mentor me, again, not in that formal capacity, but just people that I've looked up to and inspired to. Um, and and one of those uh, people said, just you've got to take time out for yourself. Uh, and it's quite amazing. Um, I've, I've talked to a number of partners around the office here, and there is something throughout the week that they do just for themselves, not, not for a long time, but just for themselves, um, one particular partner here, um, for an hour and a half, um, they will watch a movie every week, and it's a certain time that they just set aside, and they—that's their indulgence. They have ice cream and watch the movie. Um, for others, it's golf. For others, you know, it can be their own things. For me, I—I um, I really like. Uh, I, I've got a Sunday afternoon walk. I did it yesterday, so today is Monday. Um, but yeah, I did it yesterday. Um, it's three three thirty, um, sometime around there for about an hour and a half, to two hours. Um, I've got a I've got a route that I actually walk with that. If I don't do that, um, I don't set myself up for the week, and it's just a way of clearing my my own mind and getting into that fresh air uh, into the lungs. And and yeah, so for me, it, it's that hour and a half walk on a Saturday. Oh, sorry, Sunday afternoon, just on my own. Um, But outside of that as well, if if I'm really struggling with something, um, you know, something that's really tough or getting me down or or a problem that I can't quite get over, uh, it's about getting away from the desk. Uh, And so once I, again, um, I was told by another mentor, if you're really struggling, just get up from the desk, go for a 15-minute walk, half an hour walk around the block. The, The focus that that will bring back to whatever you're trying to achieve will be amazing. And so that is something that I will still do. I will regularly do a 15-hour walk um, where I just get away from the desk to try and get some uh, perspective back, get some of my some fresh air uh, into the lungs. And funnily enough, I have found that um, um, we have just engaged through our firm uh, a, 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 an entity called Everperform, uh, and one of their things, they have these things called pulses where it's a survey uh, every week where they just manage or, or monitor just the wellbeing personally. Um, and so there's eight questions, but one of the questions that regularly comes up there is, have you got outside um, and got some fresh air um, throughout the day recently? And I, I asked them about that question and they said, yeah, that, um People with better mental wellbeing are those that get outside and get some fresh air, and, and it's quite amazing that that's something that I didn't quite know um, was was um, was right, uh, or something that I did well. But yeah, it's something that I've lived by. So um, yeah, I, I think for my mental wellbeing, uh, yeah, it's really about that taking time, getting away, and, and for myself. Um, The other thing that I I love to do as well is just be present in the moment. I've talked a lot about family um, here. Um, When I'm really sort of struggling with a a particular concept or topic, um, I'll know that I won't be present in the moment. So, you know, I might be at the dinner table, but I won't really be there for me, I know that I've got to snap out of that um, and my mental wellbeing, my family sort of brings me back into reality a little bit and just shows me that perspective. So, yeah, I think being present in the moment as well as that time out for yourself uh, in whatever you're doing um, and particularly your downtimes, times, um, that helps me out in any way uh, for my mental uh, wellness. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, and it's so funny,
0: isn't it, The simple questions like you know the firm gets asked every monday morning and mm-hmm. getting that walk done and doing the different things that you do often it's that simplicity to be able to do that from mental wellness and it's such a big issue so it's mm-hmm. you know something that i really like to focus on jeremy yeah. um if people want to contact you follow you and they go hey I, I need some help with what i do tell us what's the best place to find you and perhaps any platforms that you might be in as well
1: yeah, uh, oh, look, I, I'm still a big fan of, uh, telephones, and uh, telephone calls. and uh, that's much to the screen of my, many of my junior staff. They don't, they love emails. Uh, but yeah, I can always be called on the phone. Um, so my, uh, my, my workplace here is Picture Partners in Brisbane, uh, which is, uh, 32284407 three triple two eight. Uh, triple four. Um, but then obviously through email as well. So that's the common uh, form of communication, which is jjones at picturepartners.com.au, P-I-T-C-H-E-R, partners.com.au. Um, and then LinkedIn. Uh, so I'm not as good on the the, the social media side of things, uh, but it's certainly got the LinkedIn uh, profile as well. So I can always get contacted through there. That's Jeremy Jones. Yeah.
0: Awesome, Jeremy. And... Thanks for that amazing session that you ran um, for me a few weeks ago. I got a lot of value out of that. And thank you for being on this podcast today. I so appreciate you.
1: You're most welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: I'm Shivani Gupta and you've been listening to the Ask Shivani podcast, where I got to ask some questions. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow our Shabani on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. And if you haven't done so, please go to the Apple podcast and subscribe, rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot. Thank you.